This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. أشهد أن محمد رسول الله Alhamdulillah, 
ومن يضلله فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد Know dear Muslims that Allah Azza wa Jal has reminded us to be conscious of him when he says in the Quran Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqu allaha haqqa tuqatih wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun We are all aware that these are the ten days of Muharram and we are aware that our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam encouraged us to commemorate the 10th of Muharram because he told us that the Bani Israel were saved by Allah on this day. We all know that this is the day that the Jewish people celebrated Allah's saving of them in the land of Egypt. And our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then told us that we should also celebrate because those people were our Muslim brethren. The followers of Musa were our brethren in faith. And Allah saved them from the tyranny of Fir'aun. So today, let us quickly remind ourselves of the reality of tyranny and injustice, the reality of dhulm, and what happens to those who do dhulm. Because in this incident of saving the people of Israel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us the fate of injustice and the fate of those upon whom injustice is done. Allah says in the Quran, Inna Fir'aun ala fil ardi waja'ala ahlaha shia'a. Fir'aun was a tyrant on this earth. Fir'aun was an evil ruler on this earth. And he divided his own nation into different groups based upon their ethnicity. Waja'ala ahlaha shia'a. He divided his nation into different groups. Some groups he subjugated, the ones he didn't like, the Bani Israel, because of their skin color, because of their race, he subjugated them. And he considered them to be the low class. And he made them the manual laborers. He made them socio-economically deprived. He killed some of them and he left spared some of their women. Indeed, Allah says he was a tyrant. He was an evil person. And then Allah says, We wanted to bless those that were persecuted and weak. We wanted to bless those upon whom injustice was being shown. Notice the beauty in this verse. Allah is saying, we wanted to bless the persecuted. And this is the reality of dhulm and persecution. Those who are persecuted, if they are patient, they will end up being the victors. Those upon whom injustice is shown, if they show patience, if they show Iman, if they remain steadfast in their faith, the situation will change and evil will change and those that were shown evil will then be given a chance to have Izzah and honor. And those that were doing the evil, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will destroy them. And this is best demonstrated in the might of Fir'aun. What a powerful story. There was no army mightier than the, that of Fir'aun. There was no king that was more powerful than Fir'aun. He was so arrogant. He said he was God himself. Ana rabbukum al-a'la, he said. 
he saw all of the Egypt under his control. He saw that ultimate power and he felt he could get away with doing whatever he wanted upon the children of Israel. But he forgot or he neglected that there was a being that was more powerful than him. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is Malikul Mulk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who does not allow injustice, injustice to go unanswered. Our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, sometimes Allah allows the tyrant some leeway, but when Allah's decree comes, Allah holds on to him and does not let go. Sometimes Allah allows time. Some time will go for injustice. Some time will go when we think, where will the help of Allah come? When will the help of Allah come? But Allah never neglects the tyrant completely. Yes, Allah might allow some time to go by. Allah might allow decades to go by. Maybe even a century to go by. But Allah is never unaware of the reality of dhulm. Allah is never ghafil of what is going on. And when Allah's decree comes, and when Allah's justice comes down, then at that point in time, the true friends of Allah and the true believers in Allah are shown. Dear Muslims, we are living at a time where there are many mini Fir'auns, not as bad as that Fir'aun, but we're living at a time when there are tyrants that walk the face of this earth, when they are doing zulm on their own people and zulm on other people as well. In fact, the truth of the matter is that the default in many of our lands is that there are tyrants ruling. Those tyrants are not more powerful than Fir'aun. Those tyrants have not wreaked the havoc of Fir'aun. And just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed the Bani Israel who is in charge, we have to remind ourselves that those tyrants will also be shown the reality. Dear Muslims, so much is going on in the world today. And I don't want to be explicit because it's not the job in the khutbahs generally to be explicit. Nonetheless, be aware. Do not be unaware. Do not live a heedless life. What is going on in our own lands? What is going on of deals and betrayals to the Palestinian cause? What is going on of evil tyrants and kings selling their own izzah and the religion of Islam for a measly sum to those who do not allow, who do not, who cannot be given any peace treaty? What is going on in front of our eyes? What is going on when some of our own rulers are killing their own populations? More than six million of our Syrian brothers and sisters have been expelled. What is going on when a Muslim land is invading one of the poorest lands and our brothers in Yemen are starving because of a man-made catastrophe and disaster. If this is not zulm, then what is zulm? And the list goes on and on and on. Let us not forget the zulm that is going on in front of our eyes with our Uyghur brothers and sisters. That type of zulm that we have not seen since World War II. And the irony of ironies, those civilizations that said never again, those superpowers that said, we didn't know what Nazi Germany was doing. If we knew, we would have intervened. They, they proclaimed to the world, never under our watch. Now, under their watch, 
under their very eyes, with their very knowledge. Their satellites are telling us what is going on in that land. We have video footage of the realities of those concentration camps. The United Nations has released a very, very blunt report that is shocking to anybody who reads it. And yet, where are those superpowers that said, never again? Where, and I guarantee you, a few decades from now, you will hear the same thing. We didn't know if we knew this would have not happened, not under our watch. But you see, Allah is also watching. And it is to Allah that we turn to for help. Not in this world before the next. What happens when injustice is allowed to go unchecked? Dear Muslims, do not lose hope in the promise of Allah. Do not lose hope that injustices that we are seeing now, we will see in our own lifetimes the realities of those nations, the realities of what is happening. And I have said many times, dear Muslims, and I do not shy away from saying this, this plague that we are currently undergoing, this plague that is disproportionately targeting the superpowers of this, of this world, Think about it. Some of the less powerful countries are not affected the way that the most powerful countries are affected. Why? We have to open our eyes and be very blunt here. For how long will the dhulm, will the dua of the mazloom go unanswered? For how long will dhulm be allowed to go unchecked? This very plague could be one of the responses to the blatant zulm that some superpowers did over and over and over again. And even if they are guilty collectively, we need to seek refuge in Allah and not be guilty at an individual level. Dear Muslims, the story of Fir'aun, the story of Musa, it's not just past history that we just read for the sake of children's bedtime stories. No, it is a reality that Allah demonstrates. Even if you have the might of Fir'aun and the army of Egypt, even if the entire country is under a dictator, when Allah is on your side, no one can stop you. When Allah helps you, then even the ocean split up and you walk through. When Allah Azza wa Jal sends His commands down, the armies of Fir'aun will drown in the very power of that Nile that gave them that superpower status. The Egyptians were superpowers because of the Nile, because of the pyramids, and Allah used the very river that gave them life. Allah turned it against them, and in front of the eyes of the Muslims, He showed what happens when you allow zulm to go unchecked. So do not lose hope in the promise of Allah. Do not ever falter that for how long will this injustice continue? Palestine has been away from us for almost a century. So many other Muslim lands, zulm is happening and it is compounding. The lands that we are living in as well are guilty of zulm at an international level. We need to make sure that in our personal lives, we are not doing zulm to anyone. Our Prophet said, I warn you against zulm, against injustice. I warn you against any injustice. Why? Because zulm will become zulumat on the day of judgment. Injustice will become darkness on the day of judgment. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls the zalim to account, our Prophet sallallahu said, he does not let him go. Iyakum wa zulm. These are all ahadith 
I warn you from dhulm. Do not practice dhulm or else on the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call you to task and Allah azza wa jal will never allow dhulm to go unpunished. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless me and you with and through the Quran and may he make us of those who its verses they understand and who applies halal and haram throughout our lifespan. I ask Allah's forgiveness. You as well ask him for he is the ghafoor, the rahman. الحمد لله الواحد الأحد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد وبعد. On this date as well, on the tenth of Muharram, is also the historical tragedy of the grandson of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and the incident of Karbala. And all too often, many of our preachers and teachers they don't mention this tragedy because of how this tragedy is misinterpreted and misused by another group of Islam. But their misunderstandings should not stop us from deriving benefits from that story. So listen to the story from authentic sources and benefit from what happened on that day as well. We consider that tragedy of the martyrdom of Hussein to be a historic tragedy. It is not a theological tragedy. No aqidah changed on that day. We don't read in any theology. It was a historic, historical incident. It was a sad incident. It was a tragedy. And our hearts are with Hussein and the people of Hussein. Some Muslims, they don't understand and they think that just because there are two groups, whatever the other group says, we have to be the opposite. No, our theology is not based upon what others say. Our theology is based upon the truth and the Sahaba that were alive at that time. All of them, their hearts were with Hussein radiallahu anh. Some of them were physically with Hussein and others, their duas were with Hussein. Not a single Sahabi, not a single companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave his support to the other side. The max that they did is they stayed quiet and they outwardly followed the, the Khalifa of the time, but their hearts were with the grandson of the Prophet and when the death, the news of the death of Hussein reached the Sahaba in Medina, there was sadness amongst all of them without exception. Our hearts are with the mazloom, not with the zalim. Our hearts are with those upon whom injustice was shown. And even in this lesson we learn, even in this lesson we learn, in that tragedy, a group of people, the grandson of the Prophet were unjustly persecuted and killed. To this day, the hearts of the Ummah is with the oppressed and nobody sides with the oppressor. To this day, the Izzah and the love is for those who were oppressed and not given to the oppressor. So we see even in this tragedy, the reality of Allah's Sunnah on this earth. That even if you don't win political power, if Zulm is shown to you and you die a martyr, then the hearts of the creation of Allah will be upon the one that was shown dhulm and not the dhalim. And the last point, dear brothers and sisters, and again, because we are talking about dhulm and because we're talking about injustice, I must put this point in as well. That all too often, we Muslims of this country, we ignore the blatant injustices that we see in society around us. And we think that it has nothing to do with us. 
This country is undergoing a period of civil chaos and disobedience, the likes of which we have not seen for an entire generation. Study your history. What we are seeing now, we haven't seen since the 60s. Across this country, riots are taking place. Across this country, people are pointing out the blatant double standards about how people of one skin color are treated versus people of another skin color. Dear Muslims, if this is not blatant vulm, then what is? If this is not a vulm that our religion preaches against, then what is? We need to go back to our own seerah, our own revelation. The Quran came down when Muslims were being persecuted and spoke out against societal vulm. It spoke out against racism. It spoke out against economic injustice. It spoke out against how women were treated. When the Quran came, no change could happen. There was still racism. There was still inequality. There were still babies, girls being buried alive. But at least the voice of truth spoke out. And at least history could record that Muslims spoke out against the evil. It is our time now to speak out against the systemic racism. The violence that has engulfed one of our law enforcement agencies. Not everybody is bad in that, but still there's too much wrong and it needs to be spoken out against. When a person of one skin color can carry a submachine gun after murdering in front of the eyes of the police, innocent people and walk away without a scratch on his body. And another person of another skin color is shot in the back seven times as he goes to his car. And this is but one instance out of tens of thousands. Dear Muslims, this is our land. If we don't speak out, if we don't put our names in history, if we don't side with the oppressed against the oppressor, then in our silence is our approval of status quo. We might not be able to change anything, but at least let history record, let our children know, and let Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bear witness that our faith teaches us to side with the oppressed against the oppressor. This is the sunnah of Allah. It is the reality of our sharia. I ask every one of you to not live lives that are heedless, ghafil, which is the reality of many of us. To not live lives that are just me, myself and I, the masjid and my family and that's it. No, that is not the religion that our Prophet ﷺ came with. Our religion is a religion of change. Our religion is a force of good and every one of us has a role to play. And the story of Musa and the story of Hussein and the story of all of the righteous before us, it shows that, that we speak truth to power and we stand up for truth and we speak speak out against injustice and whoever does so might save himself or herself on the day of judgment and that is our goal allahumma inni da'in fa aminu allahumma la tad'a fi hadhihi yawmi dhanban illa ghafarta wala hamman illa farajta wala daynan illa qadayta wala maridan illa shafayta wala asiran illa yassarta allahumma aghfir lana wa li ikhwanina alladhina sabaquna bil iman wala taj'al fi qulubina ghillan lilladhina amanu rabbana innaka ra'ufur rahim اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بسوء فاشغله بنفسه واجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله 
ان الله تعالى امركم بامر بدا به بنفسه وثنى بملائكه قدسه وثلث بكم ايها المؤمنون من جنه وانسه فقال عز من قائل عليما ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وانعم على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين عباد الله ان الله تعالى يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزيد لكم ولذكر الله تعالى اكبر واقم الصلاه يا من اجبت دعاء نوح فانتصر وحملته في فلكك المشحون يا من احال النار حول خليله روحا وريحانا بقولك كون